I did watch Love is Blind, <laughs> finally. <laughs> but that just made me more depressed because I was like, I want to love like Lauren and Cameron. In fact, I just want to love Cameron. Lauren can get the f*** out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That was so rude. But I did. I think I did fall in love with Cameron for real. So I love him. Oh my gosh. Oh, That's man. amazing. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Hi, guys. It's been a little while and feels like longer than that. <laughs> Do you remember years ago when the Jazz were playing the Toronto Raptors and we were all just having a normal life and... Oh, wait. That was last week. <laughs> that was literally one week ago from today. And I, like, couldn't even tell you who I took to that game with me. Like... <laughs> yeah, you was, were there. I was there. And it felt like such a big loss at the time because it was close and anyways then then they you know the whole narrative of like we can't beat good teams and now it's like all of that is gone all of that is irrelevant and here we are and I'm just like what am I supposed to do in my life <laughs> it's like one of those one of those moments where you're sitting there and you're like this can't get any worse and then it does <laughs> like <laughs> exponentially worse yes that's a joke about the exponential growth curve of the coronavirus but yes it's been crazy and it does feel like last week felt like an eternity an eon and so and we're on week one of potentially two four six eight weeks of this quarantine slash uncertainty slash social distancing slash everything I feel like I'm going through the stages of grief. <laughs> what stage are you in? I think I'm still in denial. <laughs> Isn't that the first stage? So. <laughs> You're screwed. <laughs> well, it's hard to know to, how to move through the stages of grief when you don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. you don't know how much your grief needs to be. Like, if the NBA season comes back mid-June and they play all the games and they play the playoffs in full and fans end up getting to be there, it's like, okay, I had to be patient, but at least there's, like, not anything to mourn. Right. But if they have to, like, revise the season and say no fans or cancel games or do whatever they have to do, then I might grieve a little more, like, a little more, I guess, period. Right. So I just, like, I don't know how to grieve. And also, we should be, like, clear, like, jazz basketball, NBA basketball is not the most important thing right now. <laughs> but, I mean, McCoy and I don't have kids to worry about. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so. Well, we're just in unprecedented good. territory. There's so much uncertainty with not just basketball coming back, but the whole economy or the social distancing. I mean, I know it's going to be hard for you. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, an extrovert on day four, and I'm, like, dying. Like, today, this, I told my parents yesterday, I'm, like, I'm going to be so good. I'm going to cancel all my plans. I'm not going to hang out with anybody. And then today, McCoy's, like, hey, can I come over and can we record a podcast? And I'm, like, yes, please, I need to see a human. It's, like, I didn't even last 24 hours. I mean, to be fair, it's just us, and I don't really plan on, like, going out and about. And I am trying to be good about it, but it is hard. The social distancing is hard. And I just feel like regardless of like the uncertainty with the economy and the NBA, it's just like even in day-to-day -day life, it's like, am I going to be able to go on that vacation next week? Is my job going to let me work from home? Is my job going to be canceled? Like, 
I just feel like every single individual person has so many things to worry about. Like, is my kid's school going to be canceled? Well, and now I think we've finally arrived to a place of like, okay, well, at least we know what the outlook is for the next two weeks. And it's still a little disconcerting, right? With, is it going to be four? Is it going to be six? But at least... I, at least I feel better. I feel better now knowing that my job has said, okay, you're going to work the next two weeks from home. I feel better now. Like saying, like the White House saying, no gatherings of more than 10 for the next 15 days. Like having those at least time points to know that I'm when we're going to have our next check-in makes me feel a little more like secure. And it's so interesting to me. I don't know if it's because we work in healthcare, but like, I feel like my coronavirus experience, I guess is what I should say. I'm like two or three weeks into it because it was, we were getting tons of communication about it at the right. hospital. We had that patient that was, that they brought to the isolation unit. And that was like the first case that Utah had come in contact with. And so I've been like learning about it a lot. And t it took me like two or three weeks to get to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, like I really need to like social distance, isolate. I'm, I'll, I'll be the first to admit like, when I first heard what was happening in China, I was like, oh, it's not going to get that bad here. Like, we aren't going to be quarantined. And then, you know, as things spread and as you learn more, you're kind of like, oh, crap, we really do need to quarantine. But I feel like I'm a little bit further ahead on that track because I, like, have been getting communication from Intermountain for so long about it. So I'm now I'm seeing people who are like, oh, it's fine. Just wash your hands. And I was like, I was in that phase 10 days ago. We're mm -hmm. past just washing our hands. Like... You need to wash your hands and stay alone. So I got back from Thailand in mid-January and they were putting up signs in the San Francisco airport about if you've been to Wuhan, China, you have to check in here. If you're feeling these symptoms, check in here. And I just, I didn't, I, it kind of worried me when I saw those signs everywhere. Yeah. But then you started to hear a little bit more about it on the news and then at work as well as we started to develop a communications plan. Yeah. We had a layover in Taiwan. Oh. And there were people, like, it was a normal flight. People are coughing and people are sick. And you can, you just, that's just what happens on an airplane, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's true. But then we got home and my mom and cousin both had really bad colds. Weird. With fevers. And now I'm like, did they have coronavirus? <laughs> Did we help? Did we oh assist gosh. in the spread of coronavirus? I, I haven't been sick since I got back from Thailand, but it does kind of worry me because you, you might have it and not have symptoms. Yeah. So yeah, they're probably through the like contagious period. And so you're probably fine, even if you got it and just didn't ever have symptoms. But right. But yeah, that is kind of interesting to think about. Well, that, and that's like the whole point of it is it's like there are way more people who have it than we know about. And that's why we just need to like stay the freak inside. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, you've seen people have a hard time not going places and vacations are still taking place and events are still taking place. And it's kind of cool that Utah has this task force and they seem to be taking it seriously. Yeah. So that's comforting. Yeah. Isn't it crazy, though, that, like, at the center of all of this is our Utah Jazz? Like, Rudy Gobert really was the domino that, like, I feel like led to, like, a lot of this. And it's weird. So I was at my – so it was my birthday last Wednesday, which is going to be a super memorable birthday because it's, like, the day the world stopped. <laughs> it, it, at least that's how it feels. Like, it, that's when time, like, kind of slowed down for me. But anyways, I'm, like – 
at my birthday dinner and I'm like waiting for like the game to start and <clears throat> just kind of like checking my phone occasionally while I hang out with my friends and um and my friend texts me NBA season suspended and I was like what <laughs> and then my other friend at the dinner table says Emily Rudy Gobert has coronavirus and I was like what <laughs> what oh my gosh and then I was like I was at my birthday dinner so I like didn't want to be on Twitter but I was like I just need to know what's going on <laughs> this is crazy and so it was just like I just it's crazy and then that whole night just everything that we've learned that has unfolded afterwards I just like never thought that it would be something that is like so near and dear to my heart that really like got it going but honestly like NBA is canceled travel ban from Trump that happens Wednesday night and then Thursday it's like all the other major sports basically yeah follow suit and here we are well do you want to tell us about your birthday last year do you remember what happened on your birthday last year? Oh, we lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's that's the only thing I remember. Oh my gosh, and Russ! The drama with Russ and the and Shane. I forgot. And I literally was like two seats over from all of that. I know. That's what made me think about it. I was like, what yeah. is up with Emily's birthday? And the jazz <laughs> and national drama. Oh my gosh, I forgot about all of that. Yeah, for my 30th birthday, I splurged and got fourth row seats like on the baseline to the jazz thunder game last year and like it was right over by the thunder bench you could hear them right oh yeah i could hear i so i didn't see the beginning of the exchange but i heard like the recording of russ like saying like and your and your girl or whatever like that thing that went viral like i watched it happen live which is kind of crazy and then it's like it's so i mean it's not funny but like they interviewed shane kiesel or whatever his name is stupid guy Anyways, after the game, and it's like my family and I are like walking behind because <laughs> we're trying to like take a picture. And so we're like in the back of his interview and it's like kind of silly. So yeah, oh my gosh, I forgot. I have like tons of birthday jazz related trauma. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. Yeah. So I yeah. thought that was kind of wild, but yeah. I. This is more wild, but that was also wild. <laughs> no, this is way more wild. <laughs> this is insane when i saw the tweet so earlier that day we get a tweet that says emmanuel moutier and rudy gobert are sick yeah and questionable right or i don't know if it said probable or questionable i think they both were questionable and so i didn't think anything of it but then i'm naive anyway so (laughs) well and i'm like the opposite i was like oh my gosh do they have coronavirus and then i was like oh so you did think that well yeah but i'm i'm also like one to be like jump to conclusions and be like like it's like I overreact and then I'm like nah there's no way so it's like I go there and then I like bring myself back down to earth so like that was my first thought but then I was like there's no way in hell that's true well they still go to the game (laughs) yeah like nothing's amiss they're about to tip off yeah and this guy runs out on the court and stops it all the okc guy was Moody there because I know Rudy was not Rudy and Moody stayed in there okay so in there motel or their hotel hotel there's no way the jazz players are seen in a motel (laughs) so (laughs) they're in the motel six um that's funny rudy moutier that kind of runs yeah rudy we'll just call him that (laughs) so they're not there and game is about to start and all this stuff goes down and they're just showing these shots of the fans on tv and then you get the tweet that says, that confirms, like, you see people, I saw people speculating on Twitter, and then all of a sudden, the Shams tweet comes out that says, Rudy Gobert has been diagnosed with coronavirus. Tested positive. COVID. Yeah, tested positive. COVID-19. Yeah. 
Bonkers. It's bonkers. It's been a weird week to be a jazz fan. I mean, as awful, I shouldn't say as awful, but it's like jazz, the jazz fan base is like kind of hot and cold and they like get really invested in things really easily. So they react big to things. And so now it's like they're reacting big to this, but it's like there's no games or there's nothing to like really distract them or assuage their concerns and so it's like I feel like it's like 10 times worse because they just like are speculating about everything like the whole Rudy and Donovan thing and just how the team chemistry is going to be when they come back which are all like valid things to worry about and think about but it's like are we really just going to talk about that for two whole months the cruel irony of Rudy Gobert doing the little mic stunt which I laughed at at the time same like, I didn't think anything of it. No. And I think a lot of people didn't think anything of it either. Yeah. And just the irony of him having it after doing that. Yeah. It just, oh, my heart. I, I think I tweeted, I my heart can't handle the Rudy Gobert incoming slander and jokes. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. I feel like he's gotten so much hate. And it's just like, everyone's treating him like he's patient zero. And it's like, we know he's not. Like... I was talking to you earlier, like that Detroit guy who to- who tested positive. It's like the Jazz played them on Saturday night. It's like it's very possible. Like he had it and gave it to Rudy and Donovan during that game on Saturday night. And then like that totally works with the timeline of symptoms. And so I'm not saying that's what happened. But I'm just saying that's as equally a likely a story as Rudy getting it randomly in New York and then passing it on to Donovan. It's like it's really hard to track the spread. And so I just feel... Like, I'm glad he's been apologetic, and I'm, like, so, like, proud of both him and Donovan for, like, giving back to the community. Like, Don- like Rudy donated $500,000, and Donovan's donating meals. And so it's, like, I'm proud of them for that. But I also feel like I I don't want to go so- – I, I don't think Rudy needed to apologize. I shouldn't I, – I mean, he did, but I don't think he deserved, like, as much hate as he did. So good for him for, like, humbling himself and apologizing for not taking it seriously. And I do think that, like, people – he made people stop and take, like, a breath and realize, okay, maybe I do need to take this more seriously. But I just feel bad for him that his name is, like, always going to be associated with this. Or at least that's how it feels right now. Oh, totally. I I feel like I'm the leave Britney alone guy, but with Rudy. <laughs> leave Rudy alone! Leave him alone! <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I feel. But the next day, you see this tweet from Woj come out. Mm-hmm. how did that make you feel pissed <laughs> I was so mad and like I don't know I I never doubted that what like I don't think like there were some people out there being like Woj is making stuff up and I was like Woj is not making stuff up right he's like a credible journalist with incredible sources like yeah. there's no way he's making this up he's not just gonna but it like just made me sad that that like is what the narrative became and it made me sad that like the teammates would give him the green light to like share that information right because I think they have to know that what impact it's going to have yeah and they told him that he could you know report it anyways Mm -hmm. because they said the teammates inside the locker room and it's like there's been lots of speculation about who those teammates are I mean it's probably pretty clear that it's Donovan by now but it could have been others and so I just wish that more people had rallied around Rudy and like there's all these like team Rudy team Donovan debates and it's like I think Donovan's entitled to be mad but I also feel like he needs to get over it and 
if they really are brothers and friends, like he needs to support his friend and his brother. It's like Rudy did his part. He apologized. He owned his mistake. Donovan needs to do his part. And if that takes time, sure. But it's like, I guess we're five days into it, but it's like feels like five really, really, really long days. Oh. <laughs> feels like more like five weeks. Yeah, but yeah, it's true. It's like, I don't know. It's not fair. People can feel their feelings, and if Donovan needs time, I just hope that in the long run, they can sort it out, and it doesn't have long term consequences. I hope so too. It seems like every day that goes by that Donovan doesn't give Rudy a shout out or says something nice about him or something. Yeah. It just feels like it's getting worse and worse. And yeah. I know we're not behind the scenes and we don't know what everyone's feeling or what everyone's doing, but it would, I, it's, it's just hard because I've always, Donovan has always seemed so mature and kind and outgoing and fun. And I mean, almost infallible. Like yeah. he always says the right thing. He yeah. always does the right thing. But now he's, he's, it feels like he's just angry. And I know you can't, I know that's speculation, but even his good morning America interview, he dodged the question and he says he's glad Rudy's okay, but he hasn't, I mean, I know social media is such a small thing, but even him doing a shout out or even a like or a share on, on social media would be huge. Yeah. When he is like the social media king, he's like really good. He yeah. knows how to use that for his, right for his like to help promote his image. He, yeah. I mean, for better or for worse, like I think that's just a true statement. Like yeah. Donovan is a man of the people, and he knows that his silence is speaking volumes right now. And right. So I just, and I'm. I mean, at first, like there were people who were like when he first posted his Instagram thing, and like people were reading into it, like, ooh, is his Instagram post a slide at Rudy? I like I didn't believe that. I was like, no, it's literally just all the verbiage that we've all been hearing for weeks about how we just need to wash our hands. Like I totally read it as like PR crap from his agent. But as time has progressed, I'm like, oh, he really was like kind of taking a jab at Rudy. And like that makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> and Rudy liked his his post. Yeah. But I I know it's so silly to talk about that, but I think there is we don't have something. anything else to care about, McCoy. <laughs> There's something to it. And I just, that that part just makes me kind of sad because I love them both. Yeah. I feel seeing all the trash that Rudy is going through. And he liked a tweet today that said, I hope you die. <gasps> and it made me like oh, want to cry. <laughs> I have not seen that. That's so awful. I mean, I, I finally stopped reading the comments because I just, I can't take it anymore. And... I put out a tweet that said, I hope he has a sports psychologist with him because if I was reading all this and if my embarrassment was being played out publicly like this, I think I would be in a very dark place. Yeah. And I just like, no one likes to be embarrassed. Like I would be more like, I wouldn't care about the sickness as much as I would care about the embarrassment. Right. I I would venture to say Rudy's probably pretty similar in that way. And so I feel like he's, I just... I feel bad for him. When I already, I feel like Rudy kind of was already a pariah in the NBA. And now it's like, he's almost like a literal one. And I was like, how? Like, how of all these people? Like, why couldn't have like happened to LeBron James, who everyone loves and adores? Or like, who else? And he's worked so hard to get where he is. Yeah. And he's proud of his accomplishments. And he takes a lot of, yeah, he takes a lot of pride in his game. And he, he cares about winning and to be embarrassed, first of all, with the whole crying thing last year. Ugh. And now this, this year, like how, 
we might really be in the bad place. <laughs> I saw your tweet today and it did make me laugh. Someone's testing uh, us. Like, it's like, here's some, here's some, something good. Oh, it uh, comes with a twist because you're uh, being punished. We are being punished. Oh, what did we do wrong, McCoy? What did we do? You are literally the nicest, most generous person ever. Like if you're in the bad place, we're all screwed. Uh, I don't know about that. I can, I, I feel like I'm always too high, always too low. <laughs> There's no in-between. I'm either really, really happy or really, really sad. So I feel like I am just always, like, ever the optimist. You are. Which also isn't necessarily a healthy thing. No. Because it's like, you're talking about, like, the Rudy crying thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Probably because I suppressed it because it doesn't make me happy. You know, or, like, you're talking about reading through the comments. And I was like, I haven't even, like, I wouldn't even dare venture there because... One, I think it'll make me angry, and two, it'll make me sad. And I'm like, I don't like either of those emotions. That's so smart. I'm just gonna focus on the positive things. <laughs> well, you're super so. reassuring because when this was all going down, you were so nice and like, well, this is PR, and Ugh. they're probably fine. And yeah, oh, I forgot we had that text conversation. <laughs> I know it's it's uh, hard. It's but it I was, was wrong. Uh, it was reassuring, yeah. but I was wrong. Well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. But we don't know. We, we just don't. That's the problem. Well, that's the problem like, with speculating is you just, you're not their friend. You're not in their house. Yeah. Hopefully. Although you would want to be quarantined with Boyan oh, right here. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I wonder where he is. If he needs a buddy, I'm available. I like, I was going to say I don't have any symptoms, but I kind of had, had a cough lately. So, but <laughs> it's fine. Boyan, hit me up. <laughs> um, well, it's like they all have each other's phone numbers. So it's like we don't know what kind of communication they're having privately. Like maybe they do want to hash it out that way instead of like play some social media game. And so you never know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't, I think I tell myself that to feel better rather than because I actually believe it. But sometimes that's what you have to do. <laughs> well, the new thing on Twitter, well, I don't know if it's new, but the I told you so jazz Twitter where... That's that's what's hard is like I am nodding vigorously. <laughs> yes. The I told you so. I told you Woj was wrong. Right. I told you Woj was wrong. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I told you this team wasn't going to be you. good. I told yeah. you this team didn't have chemistry. And then blah. it turns into well, Rudy's going to be shipped out this summer, or Donovan's going to be shipped out this summer, and it's like it, it sends me into this spiral of sadness. Panic spiral. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All the people doing that are probably all the people panic buying toilet paper. But probably so <laughs> no it's hard because like i think you have to my favorite fans to follow are the rational ones and the balanced ones and i think there are i think a part of told you so i told you so jazz twitter is think they're rational like they think that they're so rational that they're always right right and it's like sometimes but i think they confuse like hot takes and negativity with rationality and it's like that's not like those two things aren't always equal right Mm -hmm. I think it's good to say the hard things like will this have an impact on Donovan and Rudy's relationship yes do I think they're capable of working through it also yes but like I think some people who would say they were rational would be like this is gonna have a terrible effect long-term effect and Rudy's gonna bail and it's like I don't feel like you're being rational at that point I feel like you're being like pessimistic (laughs) yeah but i don't know that's me like ever the optimist like to a fault saying that so no and it's like when you're i know i was upset like the chemistry thing does upset me and that doesn't mean i don't care about their health or 
about the NBA shutting down or about everything else or about people who are not going to be out of work for the next four weeks yeah or whatever Yeah. yeah like I do I care about everything I this jazz team is a big part of our lives it's so silly to say but that's what I've learned over the last five days yeah they have a serious effect on my mood and I mean I've known that for a while but this whole thing like there's so many things involved I mean my parents own a small business that depends on tourism Mm -hmm. I'm worried about them Mm -hmm. I'm sad about no March madness Mm -hmm. it's just it's March sadness Mm -hmm. if you will it is it is and I'm worried about my country. I'm worried about my state. I'm worried about my friends, my grandparents, my friends who have the the immunocompromised comprom- yeah. bodies. Yeah. <laughs> but I just... I... Well, and you don't have your go-to, like, therapy. Like, yeah. at least for me, it's like hanging out with my friends and, like, jazz games... That's like, a release. ...are, like, the, my way to unwind and relax. And yeah. It's like, I'm isolated right now and... Like, there are no jazz games. And so it's like, you have all of this stress and uncertainty on top of, like, not having all of your hobbies. Right. Like, maybe I need to learn how to play video games or something. Yeah. So it's been all... It hasn't even been a week yet. Yeah. How how have these five days been? Well, so it was my birthday on Wednesday. That's right. I, right? Mean, I wanted to start the show by saying, happy birthday, Oh, no, you're nice. I've already I didn't even think about, about it. Much. I, like, my dad always jokes that I, like, celebrate birthday month instead of birthday. And it's true because... I mean, that's all I have, really. No, <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, no, not 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 that's not true. But it's just like it's fun. It's yeah. fun to feel as I get older. It's just like so fun to feel so loved and like hear from all the people that you love totally. in your life on one day or like within a span of a few days. And so, but like I made all sorts of fun epic birthday week plans, right? Like I was going to Dear Evan Hansen on Thursday night by myself, which I was super excited about. You and I were going to go to the Pelicans game, and I was thinking I was going to splurge and get the like pre-entry passes and go try and meet Derek Favors and then like I was planning to have people over on Saturday night to my house to watch the Grizzlies game while we ate pie for pie day like all of my birthday week plans revolved around the jazz basically and so then that was gone and then it was like quarantine and I was just kind of like man this is crazy it's just so I don't know I've been I've been mostly optimistic but also like uncertainty is hard the uncertainty is the scariest part for me like I'm not necessarily scared of the virus I am lucky enough to have, like, a job where I can work from home and my income will not be compromised. Like, I don't really have – my like, my parents are both in that same situation. Like, their incomes are not going to be compromised. So it's like I don't have to worry about any of that. The uncertainty is the scariest part, but, uh, like, there's not really much I can do about that other than I can just control what I can control, and that's all I'm trying to do. I think that's all we can do is just do our best to – follow the guidelines and yeah try to stay as positive as possible yeah but if you think about it what you touch like what you like what bubble you have around you during the day mm-hmm. like i think of all the doorknobs all the railings everything that i come into contact with and even just breathing yeah <laughs> like i mean and even they said rudy touching those microphones probably didn't have as much of an impact as him talking into the microphone yeah so and I think that's where I kind of get mad too because yeah that wasn't a great joke and especially in hindsight (laughs) yeah but if Donovan had it and he was out signing autographs and giving people hugs like he wasn't giving people distance he wasn't following the rules that they had probably been they were playing basketball for (laughs) sakes (laughs) (laughs) they were 
They weren't touching the ball. They were sweating. I mean, all they, sorts of stuff. Maybe the NBA should have just done done something sooner. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't blame them. Because that's the thing is no one was really taking it seriously right. until then. Right. Like, even, like, our freaking president wasn't doing that. You know what I mean? And so, like, it's a hoax. It's not. It's not a hoax. <laughs> don't spread misinformation. <laughs> I have been the worst, like, person on social media lately. Like, if my friends post things on their story that are like, you're not going to get it. Like, just, like, wash your hands and you'll be fine and stop buying all the stuff that I need. I, like, respond to them, and I'm like, this is misleading. Don't, like, tell people, like, don't downplay it so much. People need to take it seriously. Like, yeah. they're going to be fine. We don't want to make them worry right. that they're going to get sick and die, but, like, they could make someone else get sick and die, so they need to be serious about well, it. Well, and someone so they love. We all annoying to my friends. No, totally. We all have someone we love who's over 60, right? Yes. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Or someone who has is fighting cancer. Uh-huh. Or who maybe has an autoimmune dis- dis- disorder. Yes. So... I mean, it, it might not affect you, but it could affect someone you love. 100%. And, like, regardless, like, just do the right thing and stay home. <laughs> so, oh, man. Well, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways. But I do have some good news. What's that? Do you know who was the first to donate? <gasps> it's time for... And now, it's time for McCoy's Love Notes. It's about to get steamy in here. Love Notes! <laughs> Alright, McCoy. You give your man that shout out. Okay. He deserves it. The sweetest Kevin Love made the sweetest donation. He is donating 100000 to the Cavs organization to help the workers who yeah. will not be able to work because the NBA is not playing or going. So, and you're right. He was the OG. He was the first one to do it. Very so, like, good for him for like being the guy who got the ball rolling on that. And thank you to everyone who tagged me in the post. <laughs> all 500 of you. <laughs> that was that was really sweet of you guys. You all know me so well. I don't think I've ever used so many like smiley heart emojis in my life. <laughs> Oh, man. It has been cool to, like, see all sorts of people doing all sorts of cool things. Like, Shay Serrano has been, like, just sending random people who are out of work because of it, like, hundreds of dollars each day. Just, like, because he's, like, I knew what it was like to live that paycheck-to-paycheck life, and I want to help people. And so it's, like, it's been cool to see that and other NBA players and franchises step up. We were trying to come up with something to talk about for our social media post of the week. Yeah. And this whole, these past five days have felt just like a social media post of the week. Yeah. So we think we're going to take a break from that. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you saw like your little screen time thing pop up. Oh my gosh, McCoy. <laughs> Mine was, I was embarrassed. I almost took a screenshot and then I was like, I can't tell this. I cannot show this to people. I was like, there's no way this is true. <laughs> It was true. <laughs> it was true. Mine's already high, higher than I want it to be, like, on a regular Oh, week. Same, same. And, like, last week, it was only, like, two or three days mm-hmm. of, like, at-home quarantine. Yeah. And I was like, holy shoot. <laughs> like, well, even on that day, Wednesday, I'm sure it was most of it, because <clears throat> I could not stay off Twitter. Oh, which, 
I mean, there's something comforting about like panicking together, but then there's also something that makes it way worse. And so I kind of like tried to chill out a little on Thursday and that did help. Yeah. But, wow. <laughs> what a, what a time, what to, a be time alive. to be alive. Maybe we should end with like one funny, positive, happy anecdote from our life so that it's not just all COVID-19 doomsday stress. Yeah. Let's hear, let's hear it, Emily. Let's hear what you have to Let's see. What What's do something I have? fun that happened in your life? I've got two. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so I've been talking to this boy, and we like met on a dating app, and yeah. we've been chatting on like, like, we've been texting for like a few days. Anyways, so like the other day, I was like, so like, what do you do for work? And he was like, I'm an analyst at Intermountain Healthcare. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. That's literally exactly what I do. So like, that was kind of like a funny, weird thing. Um, but. Um, so anyways, he was like, yeah, I'm going to like probably IM you at work sometime. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. Whatever. <laughs> I wish you could see Emily's face. <laughs> so the next day he like IMs me at work and he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. How are you today? And I was like, I'm good. And he's like, so what do you do for Intermountain? And so he's like, I'm like, you already know this. I'm like, I'm an analyst in research. And he's like, cool. I work for advertising (laughs) whatever he actually works for right and um I was like in my head I'm like I already know all of this like what is going on so I text him and I'm like what are you doing and he was like you told me I needed to be professional and I was like professional doesn't mean that you pretend you don't know me that means you don't like send flirty stuff over like I am on our work computer where they can review our conversation history like you are a 33 year old man like how do I have to explain to you what professional means? So, like, I was so annoyed by that. I'm like, I don't know. And then he continued oh, with the shtick. He was just, like, at the end of the conversation, he was like, all right, well, it was really nice getting to know you. Hopefully we can chat again soon sometime. And I was like, we're literally texting right now. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, it was so dumb. So, needless to say, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be talking to that guy. But so that's one thing. But the thing is, I'm also bored, right? There's, like, literally nothing to do. So I'm going to talk to all these people that I don't actually like is probably what's going to happen. Ugh. Yeah. How to teach me how to have self-control with that McCoy. Anyways, so there's that. And then also my friend, my best friend from college, she got me the best birthday present ever. I just posted it on Twitter. But she got me a shout-out from... From George Niang. And it was so great. I have like literally watched it probably 30 times since she said it. It's like he says my name and he refers to the like podcast. And he just is like, sorry, we can't play for you right now. But it was just like, my friend is like very, like does not give a tiny red ass about sports. Tiny red And like zero cares. And so like. That's very thoughtful. Yeah. So the fact that she like thought to seek that out, she like. She, like, texted me. She's like, I don't actually know who he is, so I actually don't know if this is good or not, but I hope you like it. And I was like, this is amazing! Like, the fact that you even thought to try and do this, like, just, like, made my whole day. So such a good friend. I'm just going to listen to that on loop, loop forever until we have jazz basketball to watch again. Yeah. <laughs> so that those are my two, like, lighthearted anecdotes for the week. What about you? That was so sweet. So last Saturday, no. Not this last Saturday, but the Saturday before the Detroit Jazz game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a watch party in St. George. Oh, fun! Yeah. That's awesome! I know. So it's funny because all the watch parties I go to are up here because the majority of my Jazz Twitter fans are up here. Yeah. Fan friends are up here. 
But I finally found some St. George jazz friends. Yes. And we decided to get together and we had pizza and we had chips and some people made dip and we had cookies and it was really fun. Everyone came and everyone was so, it's just so fun to have people around you who know how to talk jazz, right? Yes. And who like love it as deeply as you do. And And they're funny. Don't think you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so we had a really good time. We watched the game. We had our ups and downs with the game. Yeah. And they Hold ended up winning. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. So we left. Everyone left on a happy note. It was an early game. So everyone was out of my house by nine, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> no. It That's was really hilarious. fun. I had a great time with everyone there. And it's kind of funny because we all had these small town connections except for two of us so anyway it was a great time i i'm proud of you for doing that it's like i saw your tweet about like asking about it it's like a brave thing to just be like hey do you guys like want to hang out in real life yeah it's kind of brave so i'm proud of you for hosting and planning it and i'm proud of everyone who decided to go because sometimes it's kind of weird to meet internet strangers in real life for the first time that's what i was worried about yeah but it sounds like you had a fun time. We had a great time, and I'd love to do it again when we're not in quarantine. <laughs> yes, exactly. But so. I have one more anecdote. So my cousin turned 21 on March 10th. Happy birthday, Danielle. Oh, so And fun. so she is married, and she is living with me. It's kind of an interesting deal. She's finishing up her school in St. George. And so she was, you know, I mean, her husband's not there. Her mom came down. We went to dinner. It was just kind of like... You gotta do something really fun on your 21st birthday. Yeah. Like, I went to Vegas and went to Thunder from Down Under. <laughs> you did? Yes. Stop recording. On my 21st birthday. I have a picture. It's amazing. <laughs> Who did you go with? My friends. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never been to a show like that, but I've always really kind of wanted to. Okay, come down. We'll okay, go. We'll, we'll do that as it part of so our South fun. trip, too. Do yes. not tell my mom about that. Okay, okay, I won't. Even though my mom has threatened to listen to my podcast, so. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> we both just should at the same time just in case that wasn't clear okay oh okay rewind so, yeah. okay so you went to thunder down under that's a bit pretty epic 21st yeah. birthday celebration okay so now it's danny's okay so i'm like we have to do something fun and she's not gonna drink so she's a pretty good girl yeah. she's very straight and narrow okay so i was like you're gonna gamble <laughs> and she was down for it she's like okay let's go so we drove on down a mesquite yeah and we went to Casablanca, and I was shocked at how crazy busy it was. Like, there's oh, still people everywhere. everywhere. So we go in, and I'm like, okay, we're going to play some slots first, kind of get you going. And so we played a few slots. I only had $35 in cash. Okay. So I spent $5 at one, and then we go to Will of Fortune, because that's one of my favorite slot games. Okay, fun. So I give her my $20 bill, and I have my 10 left. Okay. So I put the 10 in. And she puts the 20 in and she loses it like fast. <laughs> and then, so I hit, I get down to maybe like $3. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. No. So then you get to spin the wheel and it lands on the 15 free spins. Oh my gosh. So it just starts going, like oh going nonstop. Gosh. And then I get 15 more free spins. Oh my gosh. It keeps going, keeps going. And then it's like $471. <gasps> You're kidding. <laughs> And then I'm an idiot, and I played down to 400, so I spent 71 dollars. Oh, but that's like 400 is yeah. your net. I mean, I guess you had to spend however much to get that. Yeah. But still, yeah. It's funny that you won though, and that Danny. Did I know. It. Poor Danny. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, she cut me off at 400. Yeah. So I, I took down 35 dollars. I came home with 400. That's amazing. 
That is a great story. Yeah. So and that's probably a good memory for her for her birthday. Heck yeah. And she was in shock too. She couldn't like stop laughing. And I told her, I told her that I would buy her a really nice dinner with it. And Oh, that's um, sweet. We'll spend it. We'll spend it in a positive way. In a fun, like a, a way together. That's yeah. Fun. That's yeah. so awesome. So, so this was fun, but yeah, we will let you go. Thank you so much for everyone who's been listening. Yes. It's been fun to see the numbers. Yeah. They've, they've been really good. And they're the best. It's so nice having having people listen. So thank you. We should have guests on during quarantine. We should have like Skype call. Let's like yeah. Let's make it more make of a priority happen. for yeah. sure. Because I do want some more jazzy. We have so many jazzy gals. Yeah, I saw I saw Anne when she was here at the Raptors game. That also feels like an eon ago. Yeah, how was Anne? So she was good. It was good to see her. Hi, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, she was convinced that it was her fault they lost because she wore a statement-colored shirt. <laughs> and she was like, is it my fault? And I was like, no. And she's like, and I was like, okay, yeah, it totally is your fault. <laughs> and then... She gave me the look. But, and I was able to meet her friends, Diane and Tiff, and they were also really nice. Oh, fun. So, so yeah, I think we should do that, especially because it's like, I think a lot of people are going to feel cooped up. A lot of people are probably going to feel isolated and lonely. And it's like, we should do, like, we can all do our part to, like, help each other feel... Totally supported and yeah. cared about during this time. So so be prepared. We're going to be reaching out. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, okay. Well, goodbye, everyone. Have a nice weekend quarantine. Yeah, we love you. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, and stay home. <laughs> Bye. Bye.